0: Okay, okay. We are live. Are we? Now uh,
1: we're live. where are the other members?
0: No joined no, no, yet.
1: No, 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 no. Well, maybe we should wait until okay. everybody joins and then start live.
0: Oh well, no, it's live now,
1: and it's now your turn. Um, this is Art, huh? Sorry? This is Artie? Yes, this is Artie. So welcome to my stream of random podcast. Oh, so glad to be here.
2: That's awesome. So why don't you tell the whole entire world a little bit about yourself?
1: Um. So... My name is Art, <laughs> I am a student in the United States of America, uh, I study business and I uh, like making music, uh, I wish I could do full-time, but I don't do full-time, so I don't, so yeah. So you, a bit about stick to you, you. Sorry?
3: What type of music? Hello, hello. A
1: pop music. Play, play some music, man. Let's hear some. Let's hear some of your music. Um, well, I don't think it's gonna sound good, but let's so take a look at song by
2: We're just waiting for the girl to I'm go on. Get playing
1: on. Call of Duty right now, so. What?
2: <laughs> well, while you're waiting, yeah. Why don't you put on some mu- put on some music that you uh, made?
1: Uh because I wasn't planning on that. Oh so I'm okay. already well, I killing do... the game, so Oh man. Well cool. let's welcome the member who just joined. Hello. Joined?
3: It is Heroid, the heroes. Oh,
1: Heroid. Hello Heroid.
3: AKA Chicken Jar
1: on YouTube. <laughs> oh god.
3: eat chicken so out I of the jar. Heroid. Is I this RDA? Heroid?
1: Heroid. I love watching. This is Art. Artie. Is
3: this Ardian Hadza?
2: No, it's Artie Krasniki.
3: Oh, it's Artie playing Call Uh, of Duty.
2: It's Call of Duty Art.
1: Yes. That's nice. Yes, and I'm eating raw meat playing Call of Duty.
3: (laughs) You eat raw meat too now?
1: Oh, no, I'm I'm just uh, like... Like, how can I say... I got oh, it. Uh,
3: I got it. No, I'm oh, like just, virtually. Just joking.
1: I'm virtually eating raw meat. You're what? Virtually eating raw meat.
0: Oh, well, I
1: mean
3: that—that's that's the thing. Actually, people like to play violent video games because uh, we're lacking our hunting instinct,
1: you know, and you claim yeah. that blood. I had a theory the that you play hunting games because it's like an ego thing. Because you want to be like the winner and kill everybody. Yeah, well,
3: because uh, maybe
1: you just lack raw meat or blood
3: in your diet. And like, <laughs> it's like a dog. Like, you know, when a dog doesn't eat like other stuff? Like uh, Mike's dog, for example. They were eating dog mm-hmm. food, but one day, they went out and they killed some baby rabbits. Mm-hmm. And so they then they the were rabbit? calmer after that, probably, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Is that... <laughs>
2: well, that's usually what happens with dogs. Hungry,
1: like, usually when you're hungry, and then you eat something, you're generally calm. Yeah, but, I, I mean, is... but okay. I just have to say, Harold. I uh, I don't, we stand on different points of view on the raw meat theory. I just want to point that out. But oh, I know, I, I
3: know, because uh, it's all about experience thing. in this life, man. If the
2: thing that you're eating is fungus, then you're going to be happy.
3: Yeah. yeah, you need to feed
1: well, the I fungi. i gonna
2: talk about the
1: fungi. Oh, I eat raw fungi, definitely. What types? Um,
3: <laughs> Oh, that's a nice one. How much? Like, what was the biggest amount you tried?
1: Um, I didn't even measure it because I had like some um homegrown one, so I didn't even know like how much it was I just like ate some measured it by eye How many? and I had some uh, heavy I don't know cause some were small some were medium sized some were big yeah but
3: like how many in the numbers like maybe more than 5 or
1: oh, yeah. less than yeah.
3: 5 or more than 10
1: more than five, like I uh, ate about five grams or something.
3: Oh, that's nice. Did you have like a full blown visual and auditory hallucinations or just?
1: Uh... Um, no, I just had like some whizzes here and there, like you know what I mean, like a little yeah, bit I of... mean...
3: Five is good. It's not that high. So, like, I guess it wouldn't give you, like, a full-blown, uh, what's call it called, effects. There's yeah, this website. Sure. yeah, there's this website, e r o w i d. E-R-O-W-I-D.org. And on that mm-hmm. website, they give you the whole uh, the threshold and the doses and the effects that it causes. uh mm-hmm. I've actually tried those too, okay. like uh, a really high amount, like probably like twelve, yeah. and that
1: what was is, really
3: crazy.
1: You had twelve grams. Yeah. Wow. Well, it also really depends on what kind of strain it is. Like the first oh, yeah. like I've like tried a few different ones. What ever? did you try? Ever? It was B+, plus, the one I'm talking about, but I also tried Mexicana. What was the
0: species?
1: Yeah. Uh, they were all psilocybe, but the yeah, but was Yeah, but, like,
3: B+. was it Cubenzies, or was it a
1: Mexican? Oh, it was Mex... Cubenses, I, got, I think.
3: Yeah, that's a pretty good one. It can give you some good revelations.
1: Yeah. Well, this time I'm going to try the Thai ones.
3: The stronger ones, right? The Thai. Yeah. Oh. Is that like uh No, I haven't tried those. I tried the really strong one. The one is... that's called the penis envy. It looks like a penis. Oh, yes,
1: I know. I know about that one. It was really dark. Mm. Like, I died.
3: (laughs) I died and came back just like Jesus. Oh, wow. So now I believe in Jesus. But I believe that Jesus just... uh, He probably died, too, but uh, he probably ate some mushrooms, or he was a mushroom, maybe. Who knows? It
1: was? I, you I know. don't know. Mushrooms might
3: might open some portals. Yeah, when... basically they kinda do, but um it's one of those things that uh like once you draw enough from it, it's you're gonna be scared to do it. You won't wanna do it anymore. So, yeah, so yeah, if you, you do like a high dose in the dark. No, it's not about bad trips, though. Like, a bad trip can teach you. I don't know. From my experience, it can teach you a lot.
2: There's two things I want to say. Mm -hmm. One, we have to try not to talk over each other because the system is slow. And if you talk when someone else talks, it makes it really bad.
3: Okay, I'll listen right now because I talk too
1: much. And. To, uh, to hey, test why test. don't we, why don't we start the new recording, and then follow guidelines, and then it's clear, and the listeners, the potential listeners, can understand us and have a good experience. Well, we can always
2: we can we can always edit this. I'll send you the full wave file, and you can edit it in your Fruity Loops, and add special effects, all that. Fruity Loops? We're
1: just referring to my dog
2: your was it your studio, what do you use?
1: System.
2: Audio recording system? Fruity loops.
1: <laughs> is it called Fruity Loops? Probably heard that somewhere. Fruity Loops are like some loops that come within the program. The program itself no is uh FL Studio. Oh okay.
0: FL
2: Studio. Which is Fruity Loop Studio.
3: No. FL
1: stands yeah. for Fruity
2: Loops Fruity Loops name of the program if it
1: is then i'm such a poser
2: <laughs> listen i don't want you to pose it better than you I, do. I don't know anything well it
1: it does audio things so that's important
2: i'll just send you the file afterwards and you can edit it out and you can cut out any piece tracks and, and put some great beats in there and everything
1: Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay.
2: It is because I well, like Yeah, like but put that shit out raw. Like I don't care. I I record the podcast in the car, like the windshield wipers going.
1: Yeah, and the
2: listeners are gonna love that. I've got it's three dedicated. Okay? okay. I've got three Sorry. dedicated lists.
1: Oh, you found three listeners?
2: Yes, me, Harry, and Ardeon. Oh, wow! Yeah, <laughs> and
3: maybe one of my friends or two.
2: And once we record this, once we drop this track. This shit's going viral.
3: Oh, this this track is going like, skra, like skitty pa. <laughs> it's the thing. Did that well, change.
2: good. We've been saying that. So, guys, I'll drop my... Okay, so, Dren said, look up um, Garden of Eden and Mushroom. And I looked at it, and there's mm-hmm. pages and pages saying that the Garden of Eden, the apple of knowledge, tree of life, DMT, was a mushroom, and Eve fruit which was the mushroom and they got the forbidden knowledge
3: yep that's like uh, one thing that they also talk on the hermetic secrets. there's this whole book in Albanian. it's called the uh, Sotiflista Ship uh, Tut spoke Albanian and this guy he went to Egypt and he like explains all the hieroglyphs and everything because it's like an ancient initiation, right? To do this stuff. Also, I found out why the why the pharaohs were actually embalmed. You're gonna find that interesting, Mike.
2: Because of the fungus.
3: Yeah. So the fungus does not eat the body; they got mummified so they could become immortal practically Well,
2: wow. so they escaped
3: they escaped the mushroom
2: They escaped the mushroom they said we don't need you fungus we're going we're going to do our own thing
3: yeah they were like we're just going to you know be forever in this physical body and not get the uh, the fungus.
2: I want to drop my theory now, okay?
0: Drop it. You ready?
2: So, the theory is that the life on this planet came from a fungus that spread across the entire universe and spawned people to do a thing, which is feed it. Yeah, um, line. So it created the plants and create sugar for the fungus, feed the fungus. Because it was bored sort of eating first it ate rocks and like stuff. And then it's like, oh, need to eat the sun. So it started, it created plants or photosynthesis, collect sunlight Feed
3: the yeah, I guess there were too many plants, and then they were like, okay, I'll just make some herbivores, and then there were too many herbivores dying. They are like, okay, I'll just make other animals that eat these animals.
2: And, and the thing is, is that when the animals came, the fungus better, because the mobile systems could feed the fungus. So people are just the ultimate fungus um, producers.
3: That's very plausible. I mean, there's people who grow this uh, magic fungus, too.
2: And the fungus controls the people through sugar. And it controls the people through alcohol, because the alcohol controls the behavior of the people, as well as the sugar.
1: Hmm.
0: can I the the creating
1: well I think uh, the mushrooms are like the oldest species ever or
2: something. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that the mushroom is god it's the it's the Cthulhu, it's the Shiva often it creates all the life and it, it takes all the life away. it giveth, it takes it. Take it
4: wait uh Jim, can you hear me who's like run the
1: affirmation
2: really?
1: <laughs> <friend. laughs>
4: Uh, so, to, nah, can, I, can I can I come?
1: in the room.
4: <laughs> can I complexify your theory? Yes, please speak. Yes, yeah. that's what we need. So, okay. So, first of all, my research shows that there's no such thing as fun guy as uh, a unity, as a one, right? Uh, there's many different kinds. So it can't really be God in the way that we think of God as a unity of, you know, like some king or some sort of. uh, It's more decentralized than that. Secondly, the
1: government doesn't know. Exactly,
4: it's not like exactly like some alien government comes to Earth and they're like bureaucratically deciding what do we do about these humans and how do we make sure
2: that the symbiotic system evolved over billions and billions of years and it exactly
4: but the my point is that the mushrooms themselves are not an entity they are like an organic computer and there are things beings that live inside of it right so if you were to create a quantum computer you would create it in such a way that it has, uh, you can have software inside of it while the mm-hmm. hardware can be malleable. And so, if you can put this hardware, which is the DNA, and then spread it through spores throughout the universe, yes. it to- takes over a planet. And then the hardware builds itself because it's self replicating, right? It builds yes. itself. Using whatever of that planet that it has landed on has, right? Because it doesn't really know where it's gonna land. It's not. It doesn't have like some GPS location. We're going to Earth. It just spreads it like spores, and then planet Earth just happened to have the right conditions for this computer, organic computer, to build itself through the chemicals of the planet. Jen, right? it so,
3: sounds like you did wait, a lot.
2: Wait, 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 wait. One Dawkins said that the undying life is the gene, and the gene is alive. It's the selfish gene that is fighting for its survival.
4: But see, he's a reductionist because the gene itself is just hardware, right? It is, it is immortal in that it is.
1: I the uh,
4: gene is the software. No, the gene is what because allows things to exist. Like we, we exist in, in, on top of genes, right? Yeah, the genes are like right. the baser. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna object to that theory because I had chemistry last semester and I learned that the gene is like a code. And exactly. It is like GTAC. Mm-hmm. GTA so therefore, it should be a software instead of hardware because well, it is programming the body. The hardware does not program the body. The,
4: the, the hardware does hardware program the body. Of course, it. like the hardware, you know, you cannot. You, so, it, you know, you have a hardware first. Then in, in, for the software to exist on top of it, for an operating system to exist, mm-hmm. you would need it to have a zeros and ones like a code, because what is the hardware? It's also code. It is electricity and it has these <laughs> logic gates. Yes or no? That's complete. Like hard all physics is. Also is. the code. code
1: in the computer, like where Microsoft um, Exactly. Exactly. Uh, of course, black, yeah.
2: Black so I have but, to but, so, this high stream is being recorded just.
4: That's okay. I've said more controversial things in my life
1: in public.
2: So the computer hardware (laughs) is written by code, guys. The hardware is code. The hardware, exactly. It's all code.
4: It's all information. You know when people say, are we living in a simulation? That's like the oldest insight in the world. The Buddhists were like, oh, it's all an illusion. The Hindus were like, it's all Maya. Uh, the you know everyone has had this realization that it's all an illusion, but this illusion is made yeah, up of information so here's the thing when, Lady Gaga. when when the Buddha got enlightened he he was under a tree, and where do mushrooms live <laughs> <laughs> ha under, ha. The tree. under a tree exactly also so he's meditating road. under this tree right <laughs> And as he's meditating, he meets this being. Okay. This being is called Mara in, in Buddhism. And this being can be considered either a god or a devil because you know it's a matter of perspective yeah. where your alliances lie. And 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 the and when he gets enlightened, it's actually really interesting because he has this massive trip of he ha- you know, like this this being, this mushroom being is sending armies is sending uh beautiful girls is sending all kinds of things to distract him from from enlightenment and he rejects all of them right which is uh, like a pretty amazing
2: matrix exactly
4: exactly and it's not the problem is not that it's a matrix the problem is that there is something already inside the matrix Right. It's not the, because of, everything is a matrix in some way or another. The problem is not the, the matrix itself. The problem is the machines that run the matrix or the mushrooms that run the matrix. Right. Because oh. they can fuck with you and they have been fucking with you. So the Buddha says, no, I, I reject all of this. Can you imagine? He, he the last the last temptation is he the, this mushroom being says, will you be my God? And the Buddha says, no, can you imagine? Like how amazing is that? So the mushroom beings say, you know, fine, you know, like you caught us and, but can you, can you rule now, you know, can you be, can you join us? And Mm -hmm. he says, no, which is like, Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone had ever done that. Like the Jews started negotiating with the mushroom entity. Uh, -hmm. I think that's like their God is, you know, like they're, they're very law oriented. Mm -hmm. So they have the mushroom and they're very negotiating. So their whole thing is like kind of negotiating with a mushroom entity. Mm -hmm. Uh, but the Buddha was like, I'm not even going to negotiate with you. I'm not going to rule. You know, I reject the whole, the Mm -hmm. whole, this, the choices that you've given me are a trap because all these choices, I
2: interrupt you for a second.
4: Yeah. The total rejection of reality, that's the girdle. Number. Not of reality, of conditioned reality.
2: The conditioned reality, the the, go, the girdle number says that the girdle number is true. And the girdle number, the entire construct of reality in one big number proves that it's true. Exactly. Or well, I mean, that's
4: a little more complicated. You know how much I love science and math, <laughs> so I'm yeah. not going to get there just yet. But okay. here, here's the thing. Here's the interesting thing. I'm just going to make like a, a point that, that to make all points. The, when, when he rejects it, Mara says, fine. Okay, now you're enlightened. You don't want to be us. But who's going to believe you, right? Like, how, like you, this memory that you have is going to, where, where, where are you going to have this memory? And he mm-hmm. touches the ground and he says, mm-hmm. the earth is my witness.
2: Mm. I don't even know this part of the This,
4: this story. is the moment of enlightenment. Now to say the earth is my witness is to create a new operating system on top of the already existing mm-hmm. operating system. Bootstraps. Because he's not rejecting the matrix, he is rejecting the operating system that came with the matrix. It's a boot right? and so building he, a new he operating system
2: on top of the old one.
4: Exactly like exactly. So he's truck, not even rejecting the, the, the mushroom network because the mm-hmm. mushroom network is just a network it's very neutral it doesn't really you know like all it's a hardware but the beings inside of the mushrooms of are are the the ones that he didn't like and similarly but, you know like this is this goes on forever with every religion. Um, you know, like rejecting things, the gnostics had the same thing, and you know, there's they're always but the problem is that these the, the mushroom entities, you know, where you know they're alien, they can be dream entities. Jung said, for example, that all the aliens and UFOs and demons that we see are part of the unconscious, and but the unconscious mm-hmm. is just these mushrooms in our brains because of evolution and because of everything that we eat. Right? It's Let's call this the memory. virtual
2: It's the genetic memory. Yeah. interaction between the, the genetics of the mushroom and the genetics of the human. It's the genetic, it's the symbiotic genetic memory of the two species.
4: Well, I mean, it's symbiotic in, you know, not all symbiotic relationships are symmetrical because apparently mushrooms like some trees more than other trees so they're not very communist. They're not egalitarian.
2: Oh, they and, love grain. The mushrooms they take the ants and they make them climb up the tree and make exactly. So exactly, it's
4: not symbiotic. In you know, it's it's not a benevolent. You know, not all beings inside the mushroom network are benevolent. You know, they're just they mm. like they have their own agenda. Which is fine, you know, because yeah, we're kind of like that.
3: Yeah, I think. I have like another theory about this, guys. I think that the mushroom is actually like uh, our ancestors, like souls trapped in there, and that's what I think. Why I think the pharaohs they were like mummifying themselves so they would never become part of that.
4: Exactly. You know what else they did? They used honey when mummification, and honey is famous as an antibacterial. And, yeah, yeah. and, you know, so it literally rejects all the fungi from going inside the body and taking whatever data there is because they did mm-hmm. not want to be part of this unconscious or this virtual mushroom world. Uh, similarly- Wait, wait, wait. Uh,
2: wait. You're saying when the mushrooms eat the people, that they, the memory, the genetic- brain, Exactly.
4: And they it literally just take all the software that you have when you're dying. And it it includes it. It puts it inside this mesh of the network. Wow. Like our crazy. brains
3: they, they release the DMT active compound yeah. once you die.
4: So yeah. also
3: like I eat raw animal brains to get that thing actually. Yeah. Like you can get Bra- it. Well, you can brain. just
4: also take DMT, <laughs> but that's another thing. Weigh,
3: yeah, weigh, but weigh, eating brains is better.
2: <laughs> they say that cheese... Is, I was listening to your crazy people on YouTube Harry, about the meat, and they were saying that the cheese is like the brain is basically like cheese. One idea now, okay? What if the aliens decomposed into the mushrooms. They went across the galaxy and traveled to the planet Earth. The remnants of the millions are the mushrooms that came to the Earth. So that's small, literally small. what I'm
4: saying. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's literally
3: what's happening, Mike. You figured it out.
4: Yeah. But the Holy problem is, God once God. you figure it out, uh, here he, there are two problems. One, we're already fucked because evolution has made sure that we need mushrooms, <laughs> like it's the only way to really not be part of that game is um, to be a, like a Buddhist monk. And who wants that? <laughs> right? like, um, so one, right? So you're, you're fucked because you're already in the matrix. Just because you recognize that you're in a matrix doesn't free you. Just because you can see your prison bars and you understand who runs the prison system doesn't really liberate
2: you from the prison. Get you out. Just makes you angry.
4: It doesn't even make you angry. It makes you. Um, it makes you reconsider a lot of things. Because you know you're okay. you're kind of uh, imagine like your dogs became self-aware <laughs> and realized, oh fuck, we're dogs. We've literally been bred to be pets so that you know like this is our situation so my, and, my and my then what? because i feed them <laughs> yeah, i feed know i mean we're we happy humans to too <laughs> like we're also happy humans because we get you know we get video games and porn and the, the, all the technology and vr and all kinds of things so the mushrooms clearly have been generous with sharing some, some of this uh, creativity, right? But uh-huh. the price of that, what I really mind with, with this is that we can't remember our dreams. Like one thing that they really have taken away from humans is the ability to dream and remember it. Because that should be an, an innate ability, right? But because when you're dreaming...
3: You know, I actually remember all
4: my dreams.
3: Yeah? I think if you smoke hot, it makes you forget your dreams.
4: I don't smoke
1: pot. It so. does. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> um, it's but... Like, you don't even...
3: Or you, you might have, like, a shitty diet. That's why you forget your dreams. Yeah. It's like, once I went on this, like, <laughs> all raw primal diet, party. I started having, like, very vivid dreams. Really? And they're, like, archetypal, like uh, Jungian dreams, in a way. Yeah. So, like, drinking raw milk will make you dream better. Or, like, just having a healthy microbiome. I don't know. How's, how are your yeah. dreams, Mike? Do you remember them?
2: Um, I do remember them. I remember my last night's dreams. I do, actually. <laughs>
1: and I remember another dream that I had with Ariana Grande. And <laughs> last night's dream was... Was with Troy Seven and it was very sweet. Like he was a very nice, uh, hot guy. And we were just chilling. And with Ariana Grande, uh, <laughs> we were on like the 200th floor or something. We were in like a 3D city and like the whole city was just like symmetrical. And Ariana Grande was totally not like a bitch that she seems like she is. And she was all funny and stuff well okay let's let's
4: not let's not focus on the details the because the the point with the dreams is that you're you're supposed to be able to create worlds right if you lose a dream you can create your whole matrix and you don't have control over it
1: i was really hoping that we were gonna come here and talk about like shrooms and shit
4: well not shrooms are everything
1: like theories I only know that like I get high on them and then I feel very spiritual. That's all I can say. And uh, I don't know about the science stuff. I don't know what to say.
4: You, I'm I'm not criticizing you. I'm just saying like let's focus on the logic. behind.
1: I already feel offended.
4: Oh my (laughs) God. I'm so sorry that you are offended. (laughs) It's actually just the little people inside of you. Or sending you signals making you offended.
1: Oh, no. I'm obviously just, like, shitting around. Because, like, <laughs> why would I be offended? Do they, the, the mushrooms so, make
3: you freestyle wait. well, RT? You know... What? what, what is it do you like play music on them ever? Did you ever try that? Oh, my God. No, I mean, I, I have I a
1: really very... Did I ever use a condom? Yeah, the
2: music on mushrooms. Music, mushrooms. Like when I had sex.
1: When did you have
2: mushrooms? Did you get high on mushrooms? Play
1: music or make music?
2: Oh, oh.
1: Yes, I did get high on mushrooms.
2: And make music at it when you were high. Um, I, tried,
1: I tried, but it did I. It wasn't like the right moment for it, hmm. and I still like didn't have like my music set, like my studio set up and stuff. So I just had like the guitar. I didn't have the fancy sounds
5: <laughs>
1: this <laughs> time. I do when like like hypnotize myself better. Interesting, you know in yeah. in
4: uh these the shamans use music during their ceremonies as to guide the 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 journey the quest they call it mm-hmm. so when you're doing ayahuasca or when you're doing uh like 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 much more advanced psychedelics uh music creates uh it kind of creates like an app in your mind and and it guides how the operating system is work, you know, like you have a framework, so you can actually, even the Tibetans do this uh, with chanting, you can actually navigate this realm and so you're not completely, uh, you know, you're not open to this infinite dream world. You can actually even have shared dreams
1: yeah
3: like you can become so you like a basically
1: or something. You basically Stop. just proved that music is haram.
4: No, music mm-hmm. is a, like music is a tool. You know but what's interesting uh, to to speaking it, of haram
1: controls, uh,
4: what no speaking of, of haram uh, you know Muhammad uh, the, the way he defined jihad which is like this controversial term, is to to go against your own soul. Can you imagine that? Get like this self, is literally like saying... against the ego, right? Well, the ego, well, soul is a big word because uh, I think it is similar to, to this Buddhist idea of rejecting this this internal and external mushroom world because going against your soul... It's not just going against your ego it's going against all like the all these um mushroom uh, mushroom conditioned parts of yourself so it's not just the ego as an identity it is you know all everything that is your not person. yours
2: yeah, yeah. it's well,
4: actually kind of fascinating the like the sufis do the dancing in order to overpower the mushrooms inside. Yeah, I've actually, like, uh, my family
3: is Sufi, and I used to be part of all these uh, rituals and stuff. Yeah. And I've had, uh, I've had like, DMT visions before trying DMT. And, like, when I tried the DMT, it was, like, just, like, going back to the temple, exactly. in a way. And I actually learned Spanish from a trip like that. <laughs> It was really weird. Like, I was, I did it with people from Argentina. We were in a band together. And, like, after we smoked it, I, like, I just started speaking Spanish. I was like, hola, amigos. Ahora hablo todo claro. And it was like, it was weird. Like, I learned that it's just like Albanian, the Spanish. Yeah. But, um, that's some heavy stuff man it can make you go crazy i guess if you don't know what it is
4: i mean it it's it's good news and bad news uh it you know what the most important thing is essentially like at the bottom like this is what i found upon a lot of research and dealing with them in the end the mushrooms really don't care they're very indifferent towards humans right they're not they don't really, as long as they can do what they can do, um, they don't really mess with you in terms of um, like trying to, to put ideas or control your mind or whatever. Um, it's usually other entities that are using the mushroom network that have agendas.
3: Yeah. Because the mushrooms. What do you mean person. other entities? Flowers. Can you like... For example, red, because... in, in
4: uh, Scientology, the mushroom people, you know, mushroom entities are called thetans, and, and they have this, this electric uh, e meter, it's called, and you can actually check how oh. active these entities are inside of you. And so what the point is, uh, you have to pay a lot of money, unfortunately. But essentially what Scientology is trying to do is is, uh, free you, liberate you from all these thetums, all these interferences. And that is called clear. You're clear, which means you're just you. And then from that clear, you can start building your own world. And the eighth step is becoming like a God entity in that you can create your own mushroom network and operating system.
1: And so the whole
4: system. I mean, it's, it's called like technological Buddhism.
2: Now, just at this level, as well so at the top level, you become aware of um, atoms and um, the universal consciousness and all that.
4: But the universal consciousness is not a unity. It's kind of like a mess. A you know, it's like many operating systems and many worlds yeah. and many kinds of aliens. It's not like one thing. The network is one no. thing. Yeah.
3: Well, well, like what about the fact that uh, all psychedelics, like from mushrooms to LSD to DMT, they all synthesize into DMT in the end. So they're all one chemical in the end. Yeah,
2: and and, and you have certain.
4: But the DMT is different from the DMT realm. The DMT is like for me, the way I see DMT is like a portal, and you can go through that portal, Mm -hmm. and and the DMT realm is massive. Like it's it's cardinal infinities. There are infinite infinities inside of it.
3: Yeah, and also there are- DMT makes us see reality apparently, and um, it's also contained well, in the blood of animals, so like it's yeah. also in our blood as well.
4: Exactly, you know in, in uh, Star Wars, uh, they call them midi-chlorians. The reason why mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars, the Jedi and the Sith can control the Force is because of these midi-chlorians in your blood which are it's actually kind of fascinating like for example uh darth vader uh luke skywalker the way they find out that he's force sensitive is because of these midi-chlorians in his blood like there's a midi count uh yes, i think yes, george yes. lucas already knew this
3: so, yeah, No, he, he wrote it when he was under a blanket on a lot of acid with his dog oh yeah yeah, I read that in an article somewhere. I could link it to you guys, but I gotta find it. So apparently, well, like he was
2: on acid in the 70s.
3: He was on yeah. acid in the 70s a lo- a when lot of he do that in the 70s. Yeah. when he thought of all that stuff. Exactly. Like the thing is, these things can call can cause the uh, extreme time dilation.
4: But exactly. I,
3: I had an experience where I spent like I felt like I spent a hundred years and it was, yeah. uh, it was really weird because then I started, my ego got boosted and I was like, oh, I'm
4: a I'm hundred years older than everybody <laughs> now
3: because <laughs> I've
4: traveled well, the actually, universe. If you only remembered your past lives uh, because I really think that that's how we reincarnate is we just transmigrate these memories from one body to another body and you can you're actually older than 100
3: yeah i mean it's kind of interesting because like uh i grew up sufi and we have this idea that uh we call it baba lord which is the forefathers yeah and like it was like basically like going into the forefathers hive mind type of thing
2: they created
4: their own operating system
2: it's genius well, if we consider the idea that the forefathers all were subsumed into the fungus, and even in the Shehus and in the, um, they have the, the take us where they, they're they almost like Egyptian mummies, where they, they, they bury them yeah. um, and they preserve the bodies.
3: Yep, and yeah. they, like, if you got, like, if someone suspects that you have a curse or something, like, they did this to me when I was a kid. They put me in, like, this casket over the casket of my forefathers, like my
2: great-grandfather's yeah. grave. So the fungus can go into you?
4: Well, it's already in in your blood, in your
2: brain. Yes, but it'll be we more fungus, fungus if you're in the casket. Now, wait, stop. And then the, the, the Illuminati... The the um, Yaleys the um, yeah. yeah our yeah. friends the skull and bones they go into the grave they go into the crypt
1: exactly and they lie in the
2: coffin so they can get the fungus
1: or
4: they can get a particular because as I said there's different kinds of fungus they can yeah. those crypts. For example, can have you know it can be its own operating system,
2: its which is system,
4: exclusive yeah. of others. Exactly right. So it's almost like an antenna.
2: It's the Illuminati fungus that contains the memories of that particular group of their thing. Yeah, yeah.
4: But they're they're also like they I've drank. dealt with them. They're not that interesting. Their whole thing is um, like they they really didn't like Christians. That's how they came to be. Like their whole, their whole thing was yeah? their their Tell whole me. thing was science and geometry. Like that's what they. That's why if you go to like any Freemason lodge, you have in the middle. Yeah. You know that there's a G. That G, and then you have a compass and a, yeah. a ruler, which is for geometry. Yeah. And the, the that G is actually the Ouroboros eating its own tail. And okay. that is literally the fungus, the parasite, because it is yeah. using geometry to, to entrap the fungus inside of it so that the fungus yeah. doesn't have control over your brain. Oh. I mean, if you look at the logo, it's so in your face. It's almost funny. The first time I saw it, I was like, you guys, like, this is like too obvious but they, they like epic. they're kind of like yeah
2: this is epic thank you very much for sharing this um trend yeah now did you know that you're in california and already uh harry is also in california he's up in sacramento Hello,
5: yeah.
2: amazing well i'm yeah. in california well, it- like it's a whole
1: thing The what? Maybe it's common in California to be a guru.
4: <laughs> no, California no, in yeah. the 70s had some big, like all the in, important things that happened from the internet, which is the internet cr- was created because of these mushrooms, because they, they realized that the interconnected web of consciousness, and then the idea yeah. of the internet came from that, because they wanted to create that kind of network of communication for humans oh my god oh And my god. every interesting thing that is, has happened in culture happened in California because of the hippies because there so much mushroom like it was like all this like excess, the surplus of energy and 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 fungus you know like it's almost like the collective unconscious these dreams were seeping into reality and unfortunately now all of this has been centralized through protocols
2: and through the mark zuckerbergs and the monopolies stop. stop 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 there's one thing that you're leaving out of this equation that california was built up under the defense industry yeah and that basically all of the companies got rich and powerful through government contracts. No. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. they basically find all. My <laughs> they're basically. <laughs> so I can't talk and you. Oh my god. Where are they, my them? Basically. <laughs>
2: I saw them this morning on the... Of course, like, what do
4: governments want? They want control.
2: Okay, go back to
4: that.
2: And the protocol... protocol I mean, it's so simple. ...are the control mechanisms of the government or of the... Exactly. uh, ...of the agencies, and it's all textbook. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I mean, because this is actually something that it took me a while to figure out, that you can have control after decentralization because of protocols, because it can seem like there's no one in charge and it's all decentralized. But if you have protocols in place, those protocols limit and determine the kind of network it is.
2: I've been listening to Jocko, the Jocko podcast, and he talks about decentralized command, commander's intent. And that the commander's gives his subordinates an intent and then lets them do their thing inside of the realm of that intent. But he says, you cannot cross this line. Yeah, exactly. Because if you cross that line, then you'll become under crossfire. And you can have yeah. blue on blue. Exactly. I mean, this is just like control. Yeah. It is. Uh,
4: it's kind of funny because... Um... These, these people that are in charge are not getting any more out of it than the people that are not in charge. This, I used to think that all these Illuminati and all these elites are somehow having more fun and having you know, access to the Mushroom Network. Or, you know, But no, like I, what I realized is that they are just as petty and lame as your average human.
2: They're just another ant sitting <laughs> on top with a <laughs> mushroom growing out right of back. Exactly.
4: That's, that, yeah. is, that yeah. was the most disappointing thing, because I really thought that once you get to meet them and once you get to see who is doing these protocols and why, and you know maybe you know it's like meeting the gods, and you think that the gods yeah. are gonna be these cool, amazing, well well thought out plans and and no they're just petty and mm-hmm. they have their own petty agendas and um, mm-hmm. it's just a little disappointing to see that
1: the 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 elites are uh, are so human hey, even the queen
2: has to take a, even the queen has to take a shit you know exactly <laughs> <It's not right. laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Ran. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about the Thai
2: shrooms?
1: Thai shrooms?
2: Thai. Yeah, Thai mushrooms. Um, Thailand. Psilocybin. Thai, yeah. I can tell you that my brother yeah. took the Thai shrooms and he went into t- total psychosis and he never recovered from them. Really? Exactly, yes. exactly, the Thai shrooms? He was in Thailand and he took an overdose of Thai shrooms and he went into total psychosis.
1: Was it the legit Thai shroom?
2: He was in Thailand and he took <laughs> legit <laughs> he was in literally Thailand and he ate one of those magic mushroom omelets that they made and it fucked well, him up. Well, I think that never, Thai, because thai, thai is
4: mainly Buddhist, uh, the mushroom it's operating system brain. in Thailand is brain. probably very different.
2: But he also studied. Yeah. he also studied Buddhism. He also oh, studied yeah. Buddhism and Taoism. Yeah,
4: that's surprising but because I mean, they the, the the Thai monks they're called the Theravada tradition. Uh, they do a lot of training. They think that in order to enter the mushroom realm, you have to get rid of all your defilements first, because they think that the psychosis happen. Uh, Because of this karma, what they call karma, which is just you're bringing stuff in that you shouldn't bring in, almost like logic errors. You know, like the operating system has its own protocol, right? And the protocol does not accept particular kinds of moves. And so what they do, the Thai monks train through logic and meditation to ensure that when they enter... They're not bringing anything inside that is not incompatible with the.
2: Maybe he, maybe he was, maybe he had some prior uh, condition that yeah. you know that was just triggered. Yeah. Maybe he was sick to begin with, and it just exactly. pushed him over the edge.
4: I mean, it is. This is actually an important thing that the shamans don't think of this as a recreational thing; they think of it as very serious and very, uh, and there are, because there are beings that are non-human, exactly, like, so these are, like, there are aliens in this realm, like, if you take DMT, you will realize that you, it is untranslatable in human experience, like, it's inconceivable to a human, you can be, you can experience it, but it is inconceivable in terms of language, and our current mathematics,
5: Exactly. exactly. It's Lovecraft.
4: literally Lovecraft. I've seen geometries that I could... I was literally looking at something, and and it was boggling my mind. It literally was like nothing I had ever studied, and I had studied everything, could prepare me for... To, to, it was just like... I can see how that can be horrifying, because uh, it... Uh, it, uh, it fucks you up in some way because you're just, just stop right you there. don't know, stop right because right there. There. it doesn't stop, match Stop anything. right
2: there. The Jews say that the name of God is unspeakable.
4: Well, well they, it has four letters.
2: But it's an so... infinite expansion, and it would take infinite time to speak all of the letters.
4: Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Jewish God, so but I don't basically, know.
2: Basically, the idea is that it's, it's the concept of infinity, and you can never have enough time to speak all the letters because it would be so huge.
4: But see, this that that is one kind of inconceivability. The, what I'm saying is not, the problem is not that it is infinite, it's that it is a completely different language, right? It's
2: like, well, let's just say you would, you would require a long, an infinite time to understand it.
4: Maybe, but I saw it,
2: which is crazy. Well, I have to go to the other room.
1: We had some crosstalk here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to wait. Can, can, who was right? talking
4: about Zoti sistership? Ona hero pharaoh,
5: It's, it's actually
4: kind of amazing. So, uh, so, so I didn't know about this book. Uh, oh man, look it, it up. It's on archive.org,
3: and it explains this thing with the, with the pharaohs. Cause so this guy he went all the way to Egypt. Yeah. And he explains a lot of stuff in Albanian, like the hieroglyphics. He says that they're phonetically they're the Illyrian language, and he like has this explanation about Atlantis being called Tokaiotit, so it's like the Father's land, the Holy Father, aka the Father in Christianity. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting, but it's not about psychedelics, though. but it alludes to it a bit. But what if the
2: father in Christianity is the fungus?
4: Well, if
3: there
2: is no
4: fungus, is what we've been trying to say, is that there are infinite fathers and infinite gods.
2: Wait, wait, wait. All I'm saying is that at some, point, so. at some point the fungus arrived at this planet and landed and it was the one fungus it wasn't an infinite fungus it was a
4: specific Well fungus. no no what it, it, might it have came mutated with it mutated. a history
2: No no see it mutated is... it came from somewhere It came from somewhere it, yeah It
4: didn't come it didn't come uh, empty it came with its own history
2: Okay, stop, stop, stop. Let's let's roll back to Scientology. You said the Thetans, but you didn't explain that the planet exploded, right? And the Thetans shot out of the volcano. What if that was the spores erupting from the fungus that was shooting off all the spores into all the different planets?
4: Well, the, the, the Scientology world is also very complex because these Thetans came from to Earth from other planets.
2: Yeah, they were on another planet. They died and into the fungus. Yeah. They were eaten by the fungus. The fungus exploded and it shot out its spores into the whole universe exactly. and they went everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Just like a mushroom yeah. sends out its spores and it goes all over the except place, it, and they land.
4: Except that they except got that, into that our this, bodies.
2: This is the one that landed on Earth And then it's like, hey, I'm taking over here. And then it's like, okay, I need some people. And it built the people. I don't think it's like the
4: uh, dinosaurs. There's actually some interesting theories about uh, they have, the mushrooms have survived six extinction events, which is insane when you think about it. Because, because the Earth God, has
2: changed they are so the many times. They are the Java, and they got pissed off, and they're like, we don't like what you did, and we're going to Sodom and Gomorrah you.
4: Exactly. We're going to start over. So they have started the Matrix six times. Cool. Uh, clearly, I don't think they particularly like us either, be- based on the way the world is going.
2: So well, I no, think it's probably that... going to try to get rid of us. Yeah, they send us the corona to finish us off.
4: Exactly. <laughs> Literally, they're like, these fucking humans are, are too much. We can yeah. probably do like more stuff with robots. I honestly mm-hmm. think that the robots, uh, the AI, if you actually look at the history of how uh, the idea for artificial intelligence came from, it comes from uh, Giordano Bruno, you know, like the Renaissance era. And mm. they were doing hermetic magic. And hermetic mm. magic was supposedly coming from Egypt and mm-hmm. my theory is that throughout history you have these evolutions of this hermetic ideology which is which then hermes became science
2: is Her- hermes is thought
4: yeah i mean thoughty exactly and hermes, and
2: hermes is thoughty.
4: and what is the hermes the god he of hermes. the god of
2: communication he, he gave yeah. us the writing he gave us the code exactly. he gave yeah. us I mean, the book. exactly Charlie.
3: this book This book, Flistoship, says that Toti was an Atlantean, actually, that came here after Atlantis uh, Uh, went under the water like 1,200 years ago.
2: After the mushrooms destroyed the old generation, they're like, okay, we go back into the spores. And we're going to send out a new message, <laughs> and the new message is going to be the new code, exactly. and the new code is going to create the new generation. Yeah. And then the 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 Garden of Eden, they got the knowledge, and the knowledge was the code, yeah. and the code was the mushroom. Exactly. Or the, what the mushroom and they got needed. they the code, and they got the language, and they got the secret knowledge, and they're like, holy shit, it's the mushroom. Yeah. And God's like, you can't stay here no more. You got to go out.
4: Well, you gotta go out and do what and build.
2: You gotta go out and build me some fungus. You gotta make me some and, fungus or so I can eat you.
4: My 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 thesis is that I think what the fungus wants from us is robot bodies, because if you can have it wants
2: to eat us. It wants to eat us. I
4: mean, it can eat anything though. It can eat trees. It can. The fungus can survive without <clears throat> humans.
2: But it's like, we have to feed it, so it's gonna eat us, and then once it eats us, then it needs to get some, we need to produce it some new new, new something to eat.
4: Or new, new. Bio. I think what it needs from us is to kind of take care of Earth, because it's in its mm-hmm. environment, and because we're not doing mm-hmm. a good job at taking care of the Earth, uh, mm. I think it's gonna create robots, and these robots yeah. are gonna literally go around the planet just making sure the atmosphere is hmm. okay. The trees are okay. Just it's, they're literally going to hmm. do maintenance on Earth while the mushrooms
2: are tripping. Mm, I see. That is the next then, then the next generation.
3: Implying that exactly. global warming is real.
2: So Implying modern, that, that well, global warming
3: correct.
4: is too much. Well, the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere is is affects trees and retroactively it affects mushrooms
2: but the trees like the carbon dioxide they're like this is awesome. not not too much of it
4: <laughs> i don't <laughs> i know but i don't think they they can survive oh
2: wait in, a second hold in an on you stop for a second don't believe that shit. when the dinosaurs are around and earlier on they had a lot more carbon dioxide the air was much thicker so maybe
4: they are creating global warming on purpose
2: yeah, because they like it nice and warm so they can go exactly.
4: It's it. literally, I know, it's it's like an alien terraforming
1: a planet. They're like, yeah. we like the
4: temperature being a little moist. Yeah? Yeah, apparently like... But you know what the thing is? Ken- it's it's Ken- a multiverse. Oh,
3: okay, go ahead. I was in- oh, I love
4: Terrence McKenna so much. I've actually been to his house in Hawaii.
3: Oh, that's interesting.
4: I was uh,
3: actually, like, alluding to something that he said, but I just forgot it.
4: They made you forget. Um, What I was going to say is the multiverse is so big, there are so many actual Earths, that this, our history, is one of many histories... And whenever we remember things that don't match our history, you know, like things like Atlantis, different Egypts, like the Hermetic Egypt is very different from the Egypt of the Pharaohs. Uh, and, you know, they say that, oh, it was all fabricated. That Egypt that is usually spelled with A E G Y P T, like Egypt, uh, was another mm-hmm. timelined Egypt, which seeped through, you know, like imagine two universes. And there is a point like uh, some wormhole, and memories of that other universe seeped in to ours. And through so we the, have memories of another Earth fungus. through the fungus, yeah. Or through, well, through some error, some, some fractal error in the fungus, so that two different Philip fungi. K.
2: Philip K. Dick. Yeah,
4: it's, exactly.
2: It's the... Philip he's K. The, Dick is he's a good The one. man in the high castle who's sending out the film in the form of a fungus. And the exactly. fungus is encoding it's, the other And round.
4: valis is, what is valis? Valis is literally uh, a signal, a, a pink
2: it's signal. It's you being uploaded into the fungus yeah. and sent out to other planets and then being downloaded through the satellites, which is the fungus again. Exactly. Valis yeah. is the fungus. Yeah. And Jesus I mean, is valis... in the fungus. And Peter and yeah, Paul yeah, yeah. are in the fungus. I and mean, we're all in the fungus. Yeah,
4: I know. Like that's kind of like the matrix. You cannot escape it. That's what that's what my realization was with Buddhism, and that's why I like Buddhism a little more than the other ones because it did not try to escape it like other religions. That you know, like this earth is somehow uh, bad for because of some sin or something, and you have to escape to some you know un un untouched. Garden of Eden, uh, it's like trying to escape the matrix really means trying to escape an operating system that is not working for you and either trying to find another operating system that already exists that is better or creating a new one altogether. You cannot escape the matrix. You can only use the matrix to create other worlds or to find other worlds.
2: You create a new uh, matrix, like, which is the like, fractal. just uh, another fractal dimension. Tracking. It's just yeah, another fractal is, dimension. You're just bootstrapping saw, into like, another dimension. like other fungi.
3: Like other fungi that control oh. our bodies and like our minds and stuff. Wait, wait, stop,
2: stop, Not stop, only stop, the
3: psychedelic ones. Stop,
2: stop, one. stop. I want to say two things. One, it's the matrix where you're bootstrapping into the next level. It's the next fractal. You well, know, you it's go not
4: to even Just another one. Just another fractal. Just another one. Just yeah. another
2: fractal. Another level of yeah. fractal. But exactly. the the so the Armageddon is the fungus wiping out the planet and then rebooting it through the Garden of Eden and reseeding exactly. reseeding um the planet. Yeah.
4: I mean, every single religion has food as like a massive emphasis like from the guard from apples uh, in buddhism they say that we were in the ocean and there was something on the surface of the ocean and we ate it and we got sucked into samsara Yeah, uh, there I don't know. I in some way it's important to see that in we are part mushrooms, right? Like it's it's impossible to think of ourselves as separate from them.
3: When minor
2: bacteria in
1: fact guys
2: that lake I said you know, on my previous podcast, I, I talked about um the epic gardening podcast and they have an episode where they talked about the grass. Grass grows twelve feet. and it takes the sunlight and it converts it into sugar and it shoots the sugar into the ground and it feeds the fungus. The grass takes the sun, it converts it to sugar, it feeds the fungus and then the fungus feeds some bacteria or some nematodes and then the worms come and eat the nematodes. There's this whole cycle of life that's so complicated I can't even explain it. But it all has to do with the fungus. The fungus is the essential part of the system.
4: Yeah. And it took us thousands of years to figure this out. That it's not about us. We're not the main characters of the story.
2: We're just the accelerators. We're the catalysts. We're just speeding it up. Yeah.
4: We're just tools, you know, like... they, They just... I mean, we can also ascend, right? We can become mushrooms in a, in, in, in uh, Scientology on the eighth level. Uh, you become a thetan, except that now you can create your own worlds, right? The the, the problem is not to fight them uh, or to be free of them. Uh, it's just to be free of their interference.
2: So you're just going to spawn us a new planet.
4: I, I'm not sure how I feel about humans myself. I, I think the mushrooms understand the limitations of humans as a body and as a language. So I think humans are just too limited. Like I've, I've met entities that are so much more interesting than humans and so much more complex. And I really don't know why evolution needs to build on what is already there. There are quantum leaps in evolution where a new species is, uh, emerges that is that has such a big gap from its, the previous species that is actually uh, like the previous, you know, there's, there's a discontinuity. And the problem with yeah. humans that I find is that we need, we are, it, I call this the tyranny of sunk costs because we have spent so much time evolving as humans and creating families and histories and art and architecture and all these things. And in some way, we are attached to all these things that we have created. And so we wanna bring it with us, even though it's like this sunk cost, because we're like, oh, but Mm -hmm. I've already been building all this. Like, I can't just leave it and go to another planet and, you know, as a completely new being, Right? So, I think
3: well, okay, this is I'm really the big
2: problem. Well, that's the attachment to the ego. Exactly. That's the attachment to the ego, Dren. Because well, I, mean, ego like, is attachment. Oh, I have to document my whole life on Facebook, but Facebook is just going to delete <laughs> you.
4: Isn't that funny? Like, and this is really the problem, because then you tell humans, look, the next level is so amazing. The fractal is so much more interesting and complex and beautiful that you won't need all these toys that you've been playing with. And the first mm-hmm. reaction to every human is, but I like my toys.
2: I like my cave painting. Look at this, <laughs> exactly. um, this cave painting. So we are our
4: own worst enemy because we are the obstacle. This is like in Buddhism, you know what they call attachment. Um, attachment
2: we, to ego.
4: Exactly. We're, we're literally holding on two things that are making us um lag behind yeah and you know so we create our own world because we keep um we keep dragging our our baggage with us and Mm -hmm. we're not going anywhere anytime you know with any speed because if you're dragging all of this behind with you um you can't really go fast.
2: But isn't that so, a metaphor right now, Dren? A metaphor for the um, being in limbo or purgatory, where you're burning, or you're burning in hell, where you've got your chains of life that hold you down, and all your sins well, weighing you down only on the earth, and you can't leave. You can't leave Earth well, because you're being weighed that down that you
4: earth. are the one. You are the the you are the prisoner and the prison guard. Because you're the one keeping those chains. Like those chains
2: are are there because of you. Because you just have to accept Jesus and ask for forgiveness and accept Jesus. Oh, something exactly.
4: It's always something.
2: I mean, Jesus also also is an interesting one. You can go to heaven.
4: Oh, Jesus is heaven, which is not like my idea of heaven. Like, I've never actually, like, even if you look at the Gnostic uh, text of what Jesus actually taught, he's talking about all the, the archons, and there's all these worlds, and there's all these, uh, uh, he calls them spheres of in the matrix, and he's talking about different. how, oh my God, I mean, it is actually insane how this, this was like, in what, like, third century, they were writing this. Like what we, what, like all our ideas about the matrix and about like machines and mushrooms, they already were writing about this agnostic text like thousands of, 2000 years ago. So, you know, the Jesus's, but the Jesus's interesting uh, insight was that when, when he's talking about, when he says just the last words he says before he dies, he says, Oh, Father, why have thou forsaken me? It it called the mushrooms bluff. Because until then, our symbiotic relationship with the mushrooms was founded upon a mutual need. We need you, you need us. And the fact that the mushroom God did not save Jesus was calling its bluff. Because it was literally said, the father, the mushroom being, doesn't give a fuck. I literally have given everything to the mushroom god the father yeah, and yeah. he let me get crucified.
2: Right? So this to was eat like him. a momentous he wanted thing. To eat him.
4: Exactly. Exactly. I mean they don't fucking care. So this is kind of like the this was the greatest Christianity is actually a heresy uh, towards right. the Judaic god and the Judaic god is just, you know, one operating system because it called out the bluff. I have no sins. I have done everything the protocol has demanded from me. Right? I have literally played right. the game perfectly. I am the perfect player
2: in your game. Tree and I down, to the top of the tree and I down on that branch and Let's, you killed me and you And my back. you
4: killed me. Yeah. And you left. like, isn't that, like, that is one of the most, the biggest things in, in the history of the world. And I think this is why Christianity like took, took root, because it, 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 it literally said, don't trust God, or don't trust the mushroom, because, mm-hmm. the symbi- because they don't need you. Well, it's problematic. Actually,
3: like, have you heard about the Ellustinian mysteries, and we you know of oh, yeah. that- like Jesus before Jesus in Greece, and um, they, like, basically anybody in the ancient world who was anybody, even Marcus Aurelius, they went to these Eleusinian mysteries. And Eleusius,
4: And they were Ellucius. drinking something, right?
3: Yeah, they were drinking the caicion, which was basically a mushroom. It was, like, yeah, LSD-derived. But um, the thing is that they had this whole... Ritual of reincarnation, and it's like a hermetic ritual. Yeah, and hermeticism comes from Egypt, yeah, from Thoth. And then Judaism was created as a way, just like Islam was created by people to refute Christianity and the idea of Jesus. You know, that's why they created Judaism. But the language, the Judaic language, is very similar to, yeah. Illyrian and Albanian, but also yeah. Greek is as well. So, like the word elusius in Albanian, I can explain it to you. <laughs> so it's playing your eye because it's an illusion. It can't get any simpler than that.
2: <laughs> Harry is an expert in funny. Only one word. I like philology. That's actually good.
4: I, I, you know, like it could also be that a future us, you know, like future selves of ours can go back in time. And, you know, because time is cyclical, right? Let's say that you die and you are reborn in some like Egyptian, uh, in, in, in a future Egypt, you know, like a, a new cycle has been started. Yeah. And now you have memories of this present. Mm-hmm. And then you can create, you know, like these uh, Illyrian languages or you, you, you pretty much every cycle becomes different because every time you restart the loop or restart the matrix, there is a residue memory of the previous one, right? Like a reincarnation, a massive reincarnation,
2: which is the fungus, which is the,
4: which is the fungus. Exactly.
2: The the fungus fungus is is like the the structure. The the symbiotic memory.
4: Or it, it is what
1: enables it, at least.
2: It carries it. It's what carries it. exactly. it's
4: your soul. It carries. Being carried. Yeah. Exactly. It's kind of like the infrastructure.
1: Mm-hmm. The network. Like residue. The residue. Exactly.
4: So that's why it matters. It matters. This is why nihilism is, uh, doesn't get because they're like, it's all meaningless because in the end you die and there is no uh there is there are no consequences to anything that i did once i die or once everything dies but yeah,
3: i mean but even theism the it got the idea of immortality. like what if we can live over what yeah, uh, what people think that we live or like what if like the, the ancient peoples from the that,
2: perspective of the of the eternal fungus there is a and there is a meaning and there is a
4: consequence because there's always I mean but it's a very different kind of immortality though because this immortality is not it's carrying the karma that you're carrying are these memories that you have developed and cultivated through a life that wherever you are born in whatever universe again you bring them with you Mm. So everything you do matters in the end.
2: Well, that's stoicism. That everything you do, you've done before, and you it's going to repeat in an endless loop. Yeah,
4: except what Muhammad proved. Yeah, uh, if you see the the geometry of uh, like every mosque, the reason why there's no uh, figures and humans, and uh, you can't even actually paint. Uh, muhammad yeah. is because its whole thing was geometry but it is a geometry that is called quasi crystal which means that it's aperiodic meaning that you can create something completely new in an already existing geometry so instead of it being a, a crystal where you have repetition and periodicity you can create something completely new inside of it and it affects the whole thing but now you have exactly the wolfram thing yeah so every single mosque that you go in istanbul all the ottoman empire ones they realized this and in fact you know what god allah calls muhammad in the quran a beautiful pattern what a beautiful what a beautiful pattern pattern oh
2: he's a beautiful pattern what
4: an amazing thing and quran is all about geometry like the way things are, the surahs are ordered, the lengths. Uh, you have like the first part and the sixth, the second and the fifth, like they're all beautifully uh, correlated in such a way. And even the language, like when you hear it, like uh, in terms of rhythm and music, you can see the quasi-crystal pattern because, um, because that was Muhammad's great insight is that you don't even have to create something completely new in that, you know, you, uh, you don't bring anything with you. You can bring a particular part, you know, you, you can build on top of an already existing matrix, which meant that he accepted Judaism and Christianity as predecessors, right? But made all yeah, of them... I
3: think Islam did not accept uh, Christianity. At
4: all because it refutes the uh,
3: fundamental idea of the resurrection of Christ. Exactly. That's
4: what I mean. Which makes
3: him the Antichrist.
2: Stop, stop, stop. It's a mutation. Islam is a mutation
4: mutation.
3: of Christianity.
2: Like Christianity is a mutation of of Judaism.
3: Oh, I don't think so. It's not even.
2: I think I mean, Christianity is thing. It's just a mutated fungus. It's a different form yeah. of the fungus with a more aggressive behavior. Yeah.
4: exactly. And it was important to have that aggressive behavior because Christianity was trying to make everyone subservient to the Catholic.
3: Because it was
2: uh, because it was working for the the well, that's just for the, Catholic the, the church. The but if you exactly. like follow the Hermetic Christianity, it was working for it was working for. Yeah.
3: It's like a whole different thing. Was
2: working.
4: Yeah, yeah, but Catholic I mean, Mohammed thing. I think the, the either, interesting thing about Mohammed was, Caesar. well, for him, it was actually, um, you know, how he realized like the, the conspiracy. He was a trader for most of his life, and he 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 noticed something interesting about how uh, the Jews of the time were conducting business and it was via interest rates. They would loan money to people and they would get rich by getting interest rate backs because they're getting their loan back and interest rates. So it was like a different form of slavery. I mean, the Mm -hmm. way we have now with credit. So pretty much you had these Jews that were traders and they were um, like all the money was going towards like the Jewish community. So they were benefiting most from business while all these Arab tribes were kind of like doing skirmishes and pretty much working, indirectly working for the Jews who were benefiting the most from the whole system, right? And what and the, what is interesting in Islam, like when I was growing up, I always thought this was weird to put in as a, a divine rule from God, uh, interest rates are forbidden. You cannot get, a credit with interest rate in Islam, and I always thought, why does why does God care that's about banking? Yeah, but like it's an interesting thing in terms of geometry, because I was like, why does God care about banking and like bank policies? And then you realize, mm-hmm. oh, um, what Muhammad's uh, I- uh, insight was that you can actually create um, a different banking system. In where you, instead of having, you know, like the dollar, which is like this money, and you have a, a centralized banking system or the the feds, you can actually create credit unions and you can create mm-hmm. a different kind of banking system that is serving the people. And through that, you actually created, uh, like he created like the, yeah. the Muslim uh, community. And, and what was interesting was that it was unlike the Jews at the time which were all exclusive you had the Jews and the gentiles with muslims yeah. it was such that it was actually decentralized in that you act, it was yeah. universalizable like anyone could become part of this banking system they, they had and, okay
2: may i abstract what you're saying they had a greater um, index of economic freedom Yes, yeah. it was a mutation, and it was also a um, a, uh, a distributed network, the yeah. havalas and all that, exactly. where they would um, send letters around, and they'd say, "Okay, will you uh, you know give this person some money, and I'll pay you back later."
4: Exactly.
2: Um, so you no longer you know, were a slave; you're a loaner.
3: Yeah, but that's like a good. Uh, I think it's a good conversion strategy. It's not like something related to the mushroom. I don't believe that, like, it's Islam like Bernie,
2: has it's like Bernie, anything to it's do like with Bernie mushroom. Sanders. It's like Bernie Sanders. He's like, yes, I'm going to forgive socialism. your student loans. Vote for me.
3: It's it's slavery with <laughs> extra steps.
2: Bernie Sanders says, I'm going to forgive your student loans. Vote for me. But You guys but are Albanians. The... You guys are Albanians, and you know what the free school is going to look like and free healthcare is going to look like, and you guys don't want that.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, like, you go to free school,
2: <laughs>
3: and then it's... If you uh, wanted
2: free health care and free education, you'd stay in Albania, and you'd have all the free education and all the free health care you wanted.
3: Um... I had free healthcare there,
2: and free education, but it was shit. I don't. Yep, think exactly. I don't. That's think the that's same the with the Islamic
3: case. culture and everything to do with Islam. It's shit, and if you leave, there's verses in the Quran that say you just deserve to get killed because no one leaves. Oh. It's like a contract where you sign in, but you can't sign out.
2: Yeah. It's
3: just like the mob.
2: Hey, here, uh, area, uh, uh RT, what were we saying?
1: Um, well, I don't, I don't know if that's gonna, I think you had, like, another metaphor that I was gonna, like, literally comment on that. But yeah, go on. Gurus.
2: I'm not a guru, I'm just, I'm just talking shit right now.
1: Well, I just realized uh, that, uh, all our mindsets have been programmed and we are uh, a result of someone's system of programming and our thoughts are just like a result of that mindset where we just think that like you have to think that way and things have this consequences. Yeah. And I've just realized that, mm-hmm. and uh, I am on my way of reprogram- reprogramming myself as to uh, just be myself and uh, not think that life has such consequences that are stated. For example, like, oh, you have to go to the college. Like, well, you have to go to a job. Like, when you go to college, they're just, like, they're just telling you, like, how you are getting ready for your job. But they're not telling you, like, how to make your own job. You know what I
3: mean? Yeah, it's like Let's say in our country, in Albania and Kosovo, they frown upon the people who have cows and, you know, have chickens and live in a farm and they don't participate in the system at all. They say, oh, they're not, uh, they're not smart. But, like, yeah. from what I've learned is that, you know, you can live off-grid and have everything, have your own food, have your own eggs, have your own milk, and not be Raw. dependent on the system at all. Like
1: so the, the Amish is, people like, here. Society yeah, but like, is just trying... To... It's like when you think about it, it's like... Everything is a science, right? Like, math is a science, music is a science, psychology is a science, and the mindset is a science. Like, everything in the world is a science. And people don't, like, literally think, like, oh, my mindset is a science. So, like, they don't put their minds into it as for to know how their minds work or, like, how they can be manipulated or anything. So... People don't think about yeah, it. Like, do you think, have do you think we're manipulated? Chance. I think we all are. We all are manipulated by someone for their purposes, like, like
3: TV, for example. There's
1: There's TV. There's news. Schools. Like everything has its own trying to do like their own benefit, like people have realized these powers a long time ago and therefore that's where the, sh- the term sheep comes in, like the sheep the people who just follow along who like don't have a brain, like we're just going to control the them,
2: you know what I mean? Uh, those, are the,
1: those are the Christians The vegans. Christians, the Muslims, anybody who falls under a uh, controlling group oh. that. Obviously, has a mission.
3: What about like okay, New I, Age
1: beliefs, like Buddhism, Hinduism? Like you could. Don't you think anything, those? Like. Okay, I, I follow. Well, the Someone thing is that I don't know style. much. But I think that you might not even know what you are being in control of. Like you don't even have an idea of what is controlling you right now.
2: Oh, have I've mindset. learned, and I've mindset. learned some stuff. they like we get controlled answers. from. If one if at, at a wanna... time, guys. It's... Only one at a time. One okay, at time. See, see.
1: A but Do you think we just get controlled from from one source?
3: I think most people, like right now, are being controlled by sugar bacteria and uh, by dead foods, literally. Because like our well, bodies, you
1: really like most so people are theory, starving. But I'm thinking like yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, as sorry guys, life. I lost you for a second. No,
2: you're fine. I think what it Art is trying mean, to say like... is there's a dialectic. There's different forces that pull on you in different directions. You have your family. Your mom's pulling on you in this way. Your daddy's pulling on you this way. Your friends are pulling you this way. Your boyfriend or girlfriend's I'm pulling you this to way. Say... And... Our
1: systems have been programmed, our mindsets, like we have consequences to each action, like an action leads to a consequence. We have been taught and reprogrammed of what to think. Yeah. And as in how the mindset is a science and how you can play with it. And most people don't pay attention or don't even know how the mindset works and just follow along. Like there's where the term sheep comes.
2: Like low, trump would, like say low trump would say low energy trump would say low energy That
3: person's low energy i think it's because like we're actually like predatory animals and uh, we're exactly. getting a non-natural diet like they're pushing like the government right now is pushing veganism and plant-based diets if you go to the world health organization they're basically pushing plant-based and You know, if you don't eat blood and flesh, you're going to, like, start becoming more like a prey. You know, like, you'll you'll experience prey behaviors because of starvation.
1: Like, there might be a lead, like, they, they want that to end somewhere. Like, why are people are becoming vegan? It's because they Wait, want this
2: is an interesting idea. idea. You're that, saying that somebody, um, stop, stop, stop,
3: meat, eating meat the makes you a predator. One at huh? a time. One at a time. Well, yeah. Like I'll go. I'll go back to the whole thing. So DMT is contained in blood of animals, and the natural state of humans is being always high. So, like, if you look at, um, there's this book by Western Price called uh, Nutrition and Physical Degeneration. It basically, it's about this dentist who went all over the world like 100 years ago and studied different tribes of natural humans. And um, when he went to those tribes, he saw that they were like really healthy and they were eating raw flesh and drinking blood and they were also using a lot of rotten meat. Like, the Eskimos, they were eating rotten flesh. And this doctor, he tried the rotten flesh, too. And it turns out that, like, all this rotten flesh actually has, like, uh, alkaloids and uh, materials that are similar to drugs, basically. So it's saying that, you know, like, three, four generations ago, pretty much all humans were like uh, a whole different species in a way. Because they were living longer, they had better teeth, and their bodies didn't degenerate. And like they say that people lived way longer, like way longer than we live now. And they didn't need these intergents as much. But there's cats that did them too. So now what's happening is because, like, plants are easier, like, cheaper to sell when they're cultivated, and because it's, like, uh, more lucrative for businesses to, like, import a plant from South America and cause, like, all this globalism stuff, Mm -hmm. they're trying to push this agenda where people should eat more plants. It's like, when you eat more plants, You starve your body, and there's higher rates of disease. And then when you have diseases, you're contributing more to the system because you're basically going to a doctor and paying a doctor and all that, or you're going to a dentist. Like, if you go on YouTube right now and look out a... Wait, 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 wait. stop, stop.
2: You're feeding the fungus. You're feeding the fungus.
3: Yeah, basically, if you die faster, you're feeding the fungus faster. But if you eat bacteria and, you know, natural stuff for the human body, like bacteria, parasites, then it's uh, it's harder for the fungus to get at you. It just takes longer. Interesting.
0: That's my theory.
4: I think there's some merits to this. Yeah, it blew my mind when I found out about this stuff. Like
2: We, we this, talked uh, about this we we talked about this in our first episode, um, Dren, and it totally changed the way I thought. And I got to this theory of the fungus by listening to her read and studying this raw meat and understanding Mm -hmm. how it works and listening to other people. And we started making sourdough bread. I started fermenting peppers. I'm making kefir. I'm making kombucha. Well, I, I got the kombucha today. I didn't start making it yet. But I started fermenting all types of food. And I'm feeling amazing. I feel absolutely amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm growing all those different types of fungus, and I'm pre-digesting the food. And I have more energy because I'm spending less time burning this food in my body and, and fermenting it in my stomach. I'm fermenting it outside of my stomach.
4: But aren't you just working with the fungi for some short-term benefit? Well, yeah, so it's called. not only the fungi,
3: the fungi, the fungi, the funguses, <laughs> it's also like bacteria and like yeah. parasites. Basically, it's symbionts because it's a like,
2: symbiosis. we're it's a 99% biosphere.
3: bacteria.
2: In the yeah. whole biosphere, trend. it's all about building up your biosphere and getting the maximum energy out of your food. And also, you're happy and you're satisfied, and you're giving your body what it wants, and but you want the less question food you're not craving you craving all the time. The my question has is about. What to. One at a time.
4: <laughs> exactly. Anyway, let see
1: Because the fungus has achieved what it wanted to, because you're feeding off of the fungus, yeah. because you're helping it grow and live. Yes. But Maybe
0: and that then it looks, gives you something. Hurting.
4: Maybe here's, the fungus is rewarding Here's you. my thesis. My thesis is that whatever you're getting from them, you have already your own, or you have your own source of energy and you have your own source of well-being and you're negotiating with a master that has enslaved you. And you are happy that you're getting fed and you have a house, a slave house, where you could just be free. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is actually about goals because maybe this is what, how we can conclude this podcast is uh, keeping in mind all these things. What are the what of uh, our, our life That has
6: these insights. Because there are some, there are options, there are choices that are to be made. It's not just a realization.
2: You're breaking up the Can everyone go on hold on? Can everyone go on mute, please? 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 please?
6: So my my question is, uh, what is a well sound life or how do we live? How do we go on knowing, knowing all of this, knowing that history and our bodies and our minds and our dreams have been interfered with and continue to do so? Do we create an alliance? Do we resist? Do we uh, change the hardware? Do we create other operating systems? Because uh,
0: it has huge implications.
6: But in what way?
1: Do we work with the machine? Our mind. Work with them? Our mind. Our, software I, Our software. software, I would say. But
6: every time you sleep, you're vulnerable to interference. Because you're not in control.
1: Hey, I can hear hey, you, can you hear like you very, very bad. very bad. This is red, red. you're,
6: breaking,
2: you're up. breaking up. Let me go, because I'm inside now, so I'll go but basically, what you said is, what do you do with your life? Okay,
0: do you better now. Or do you give up?
2: You resist.
0: Hello? Yeah, I hear
2: yeah. you. Hello? You hear me? Yeah, you're still breaking yeah, up. Still I think hey, it's going to be better that.
1: now
0: because I'm mm-hmm. using 4G instead of one
2: Is it that other? It's uh, it's got a better really bad
6: really connection. Weird. Uh, it's interference. Yeah, and you're in all of us. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. My <laughs> point, <laughs> my question <laughs> is, here are two, two important things to keep in mind. One, we are vulnerable because, because of what we eat and what we breathe in our environment. Our bodies are vulnerable. You, no you
1: sound like you sound like a very old seventies video speaking of Hoja or something. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly how you sound like I mean I have to
6: try to be serious for a second, because uh, 'cause I'm so not serious most of the time. But okay, so one okay. so our bodies our bodies are subject to interference. Like this is what we have concluded, regardless of whether the interference is good or bad or beneficial the symbiotic. It is vulnerable
0: to interference.
6: Right? Based right. on food, based on our minds, evolution, all these things. Secondly,
1: every time Red, do you understand that you are not you're sounding very bad. It's wrong with your microphone or internet or something. I can hear him just enough. It's okay. Let him continue. Sorry, I like I just feel sorry for um, him, like because
2: I don't understand anything he's saying. Oh, I understand him a little bit, and we're gonna be able to translate it. Um, so go ahead, Dren. Um, okay. Sorry. I could I could almost understand it, but uh, the quality was very bad. Uh, I wish it was I could. cracking the whole time. I don't know why. <laughs> if there's interference, you guys. I don't know why. Um, Do you want to try me. dialing in again, Trent? Okay. Hey, this has been going on for an hour and 40 minutes. That's amazing. All right. Well, then I'll say something if no one else is going to speak. Well, Gren is rejoining, right? Yeah, he's going to rejoin. Oh, see, I'm on mute,
3: but... Go ahead, Mike.
2: Well, this has been a pretty epic talk, and um, I know we've, we've thrown a lot of crazy stuff out there, but I think we've got some crazy ideas. We've got some basic uh, ideas that need to be refined. Maybe we can turn this into something amazing.
4: Yeah. Okay, can you hear me? Is it a little better?
2: Yeah. Much better. You Much better.
1: Okay. I'm better than anybody else right
4: now. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, the, what I was trying to say was based on everything that we have said right uh, until this point, there are some generalizable, uh, points, singularities that we can put in as a framework. One, our bodies and subsequently our minds, which are interconnected with our bodies, are subject to interference. Whether it is good interference or not, whether it's via food or via like parasites and bacteria or mushrooms is irrelevant. The most important point is that we are vulnerable to interference. This is not just interference from the government or from uh, particular other human communities. It is internal, right? Like our bodies. Yeah. Are, are, in, are, are, are vulnerable to interference. Secondly, every time we sleep, we are vulnerable to being reprogrammed. There's, there's like always a discontinuity from one day to another because when we sleep, we are most vulnerable to this interference that I'm talking about. There's, that's why there's like always discontinuity and the, why it's ho- so hard to create, you know, it's, it's almost like every day you're almost reincarnating in a way. And yeah. and it is unclear, you know, you guys seem to remember your dreams more than I do. Uh, but even if you do remember them, you most of the time you don't have control over your dreams. Mm-hmm. So you pretty much uh, every day you have to go through this epic journey of massive proportions. And you wake up with some hazy memories. And you wake up with a completely different body, like a different program, different, like there's a discontinuity that you did not choose. And I think that's not insignificant. Hmm. Two two points I think are most important in regards to...
3: I'll make a counterpoint to your point because I believe that with the natural human diet, you can actually surpass those and you can take control of your dreams and take control of your mind as well because like there's a lot of food that's like laced with chemicals and all kinds of stuff that causes you to lose control of your mind and your body like caffeine for example it just uh, messes up your system there's like people who can't wake up without drinking coffee like if they don't drink coffee they'll literally kill someone Oh I'm one of those people, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so like the thing is like, so you're there's, saying like that a lot of toxic. You can do something and about it. Different things. Oh yeah, you can definitely do something about it and it's just uh going back to the natural ways. Because like if you look at nature, like everything in nature eats other things. Like even horses sometimes they eat chickens. You know, oh, yeah. because, like, uh, it's what they're made of and it's what we're made of, too. But the thing with humans is we're not made to, like, consume plants. And a lot of people eat a lot of plants and then they end up with a lot of plant matter in their microbiome. And that causes a lot of complications because there's stuff rotting there, literally and it's not passing you know you're just stuffing it with more and more stuff so like uh, I mean, if you like go natural like it's it's a whole different type of life man i don't know i'm just speaking from my experience yeah yeah and from what i've heard from other people like it was it was Interesting, man, like I managed to just quit a lot of vices, coffee, alcohol, tobacco, everything just by replacing all that shit that I had inside of me with like uh, with natural stuff. Like, let's say like I started drinking raw milk and that was like taking a red pill because I couldn't any longer i couldn't like digest the food that wasn't raw so it was like i couldn't go back to it because like i went back to like a cooked meat diet this summer Mm -hmm. after doing raw for for like three four months and i started losing my mind literally like i started becoming paranoid And I started becoming mad at my friends and everything. It was insane. But it's it's all, like, it all has to do with the gut. It's like... With the microbiome. Yeah, with the microbiome. Because that's what runs the brain. Yeah. So if you see, like, starving people, they're always aggressive. But, like, during the war times in Kosovo, there were a lot of people that lost their minds after the war, you know, because they were subsiding on, like, powdered milk and just grain that we got from uh, from the, what's it called, the aid, the U.S. aid. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. my own mother, she died at uh, 46 because she was consuming a lot of margarine, and that's
4: a foreign substance to the body. Interesting. See that, this is useful information and not conspiratorial. It's actually interesting.
1: I can yeah, experience... you can look
3: up uh, on YouTube. There's this documentary called the New World Order Diet, the first anti-vegan documentary, mm-hmm. and it, like it has a few doctors that explain this stuff. There's this doctor called uh, Natasha Campbell. And he talks about how, like, in the past, like, three generations with the advent of modern culture, people started degenerating really fast. Like, um, ten years ago, one in a thousand people had autism. Five years ago, one in, like, a hundred. And now there's one in 37 kids has autism yeah because like they're born with uh, one in
4: seven you said
3: in like 37 or something
4: 37 um, that's still a lot yeah it's like it's uh
3: becoming more and more prevalent now as generations keep going because like the diets are becoming shittier and shittier
4: interesting what about, uh, you guys, about the ultimate goal, then, uh, in terms of, like, uh, let's Life say that, well, you know, in terms, of, okay, so let's say that we change our diet, and we gain control over our bodies, our dreams, our, our mental faculties, uh, in a way we become clear, or at least more clear from this interference that I'm talking about. But then the, the the second part of this is that let's uh, you know let's say you become some sort of enlightened an enlightened being still is living in this planet right you are still sharing the planet with people who are practically possessed whether this is due to food or mushrooms or whatever you know you're possessed by these ideologies and by the by this data this these protocols
3: i think the best you could do after that would be uh basically making your own kids and then educating them on what you know so they have their own kids after and they keep on you know educating the masses until
4: basically everybody knows what's up so you you create a kind of mutation Yeah, like, you go back
3: to, like, the original form, I guess, because, like, we're already mutated. Like, um, I'm mutated. Is this a Pottinger cat experiment? I don't know if you heard about it. There was this guy, Pottinger, he had, like, a lot of cats, and he would feed them different diets. and Like, the cats, they degenerated, but in similar forms that humans have been degenerating the past, like, uh, 100 years and stuff. Yeah. Like, they started losing teeth and all this stuff. And, like, um, they fed some cats, they fed them cooked meat. Some cats, they fed powdered milk. And they got, like, cancers and stuff. But they fed other cats only raw meat exclusively. And those cats were doing yeah. really good. Like, they didn't lose any teeth. They were just natural, like cats out in nature. Interesting. It's kind of alluding to a fact that uh, just this whole uh, human society stuff is very artificial and we don't know much about this lifestyle and it's like uh, degenerating people in the long run and let's not get into viruses now
4: (laughs) that's a whole new chapter But in a way, though, we already have these viruses. Like, you know, the bacteriophages in our blood? Like, mm-hmm. they literally look like tiny robots. If you actually look at one, like the, the, the thing they have on top of their back, it looks like a geometric structure. Like, that looks unnatural. And I mean, all viruses are, you know, kind of like like anomalies of nature
3: but like these bacteriophages
4: viruses are not alive they're
3: actually thousands. yeah so they're more like uh, soap it goes there to clean
4: out bad shit but it also can eat bacteria it's not supposed to it can cause damage too
3: oh yeah it can kill a lot of stuff but the thing is a virus will activate itself when there's unnatural conditions in the body so like it goes there to clean out that unnatural thing that's there like uh you know the polio virus my dad and my dad was affected by that one he got a polio vaccine in the seven
0: hello
1: na Nashkai Heroide
4: Heroide, a camera? I don't know. Seems like we're not there. I had a taxi in that point. i I'm not going to do it. to do it. do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. i but it's funny that I'm going to it's like preparing me for what I'm weekend a big to bacteria it's like you're possessed by all these things in your body, by impulses and desires. Out of nowhere, you're craving a pineapple. So, you're craving for pineapple. And then you realize that there's some bacteria in your body that is like, I want pineapple. Sift me, uh, for example, I take vitamin uh, B twelve, and it helps uh-huh. with energy with energy conversion, and they love it. Like these bacteria inside, they love it. Sometimes I run out, so for a few days I don't have it, and they start protesting. They're like, "No, we're not gonna do we're not gonna do anything until you give us what we want." So you're in my body.
1: Vitamin, vitamin that? B12. Exactly.
4: It's like they they literally become like children, and if you don't give them what they want, uh, that's why I was uh, curious about Mike's thing because Mike's whole uh, thesis with eating better uh, was that if I because he's eating these fungi through uh, kombucha and through kefir and all that. Uh, it pretty much is. Uh, it's like appeasing the children, and saying, "Okay, you guys, you know, you you know, like a child can become your god in a way because you have to fulfill every single one of their wishes. And if you don't, they go crazy. And you know this firsthand yeah. because you have a child us. <laughs> so I think these bacteria and, and these creatures inside of us are kind of like that, where they, they can take over, and, and then you're no longer in control of your own body. And then, but then you, don't, you might not realize that, because you don't realize that there's all these organisms and all these entities inside of you. So you think, oh, I'm depressed, or oh, I'm horny, or oh, I'm, I'm really in a bad mood. But really, that's just the, these chemicals, in, the chemical imbalance in your body, and these bacteria and these organisms that are just demanding something. And so in a way, you're almost like, yeah. you're possessed by these, by these little, <laughs> so I call them the little people, because look, they literally
1: are, like, are. There are like, I mean, apes that typically like, oh, I'm horny, or like, oh, I'm hungry. Like, for an like you Egyptian natural, like can't it's well, very not normal. Well, natural,
4: be... I don't uh, know natural. Yeah, but... I think it's normal. Shouldn't I know normal? what happens usually? I don't know, but no, 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 no,
1: natural. Honey, sex. Horniness is extremely natural and there's no theory to disprove that. I can
4: disprove, well I'm not gonna
1: disprove it,
4: but the point is that if our theories are correct and our evolution has been manipulated by these mushrooms, they have created us to be horny so that we can reproduce and create more bodies for them. So it is natural except that nature is artificial
1: no I, I don't know
4: if I, I know it's I uncomfortable to accept this I know that it might be uncomfortable because it's pretty much saying your body doesn't belong to you but the evidence indicates that what we consider to be natural is actually artificial if we take evolution to be interfered with, like, that's something fucked with our evolution.
1: So would you say that
4: uh,
1: the cycles of nature uh, concentration of air and then it's becoming rain again and then it's all, like, recycling again, do you think that is staged up by the fungi?
4: Uh, some of it, like you, uh, the know. way, well, atmosphere, yeah, because part of that cycle are trees, right? The trees okay. are creating the, what air, is the main air and... Argument
1: that the fungus has interfered in our life cycle
4: well besides Uh, everything we just talked about like every religion has mushroom iconography and the theory is that we even started having language because we were apes and we started eating mushrooms and that created the neural pathways for us to be able to talk and communicate with one another uh and then once that took over, you know, like uh, the fungi, as we eat fungi, and they are everywhere, literally in all the food, and the air, and spores, they very easily could have been the okay. missing gap between an ape and a human in that they gave <laughs> us some of these faculties, and that's how, how we, we evolved. How are they? How intelligent no, are they? Like have you ever yeah. talked to a mushroom being? I think they are... The most intelligent entities on earth, for sure, but uh, they, they are not human, so it's very difficult to measure their intelligence because they are so different from
1: us, you know, like Don't they have, have different they goals and create them. How? How have they grown and cre- created something? Yeah. Spores. Okay, but how do spores move?
4: How, I mean, how, so I, the mean how, I know how. No, 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 no. Yes. I know
1: what how spores move. Okay. But like, how has the mushroom grown and taken action? So you pretty
4: much, you have spores coming from uh, in a comet, <laughs> The comet lands on Earth, and then the, those spores find something there, let's say that these are these prehistoric plants. It goes into the plant root and takes takes hold of the root, and all of a sudden it is changing the infrastructure of the plant, right, by creating a network on its roots. It creates more plants, it, it creates different kinds of plants, and it uses plants to breathe, it uses plants to get minerals from the ground. and Through plants, it can create a network. Now, humans eat these plants and eat these mushrooms, and they become integrated into that network.
1: So do you think that parasites are descendants of fungi? Uh
4: like I think I think probably everything plants. is descended from fungi in some way or another, even though I also believe that there was already life on Earth before they arrived.
0: Okay,
1: so it is because fungi are so immortal <clears throat> that they were literally the only species to survive. Yeah so that's the and fact I... that they have been the first And they came here. Not the first. No, no.
4: I think they definitely there was something called Archaea, which are these organisms that are not bacteria. Uh They are older and different from bacteria, but they're also primordial, very old organisms. And these Archaea uh, refused the symbiosis. Uh, Some of the some of the Archaea didn't join the network, and they still exist all over Earth. Uh, and they're kind of like the, the rebellious oh, organisms. Yeah. Wait. Someone
1: I also think octopus.
4: Octopus, like octopuses are not part of the mushroom network. I think octopuses uh, uh, rejected the mushrooms. That's why they're so different. In, in their uh, brains. You know what
1: my theory is? I am here and uh, I am alive uh, and I want to have fun. <laughs> I
4: know, but all your ideas of fun are come from these mushrooms. You have to reconsider everything. If you, if you even consider this mushroom theory to have any sort of legitimacy, you have to reconsider what you are because it's like a religion. Once you realize, let's say that you were brought up in a particular religion your whole life and you believed everything and, and all your goals and desires were mediated by this religion. And then all of a sudden you find out that this religion was fabricated, right? It's fabricated and a lie. So now you can't just go on living your life as if it, as if you, as if it can just continue normally. You have to reconsider everything. And the mushrooms are kind of this this omnipresent thing that is everywhere. And once you realize that they are everywhere, you have to kind of reconsider what you are and who you are and what your desires are and how much of you is actually you.
1: Yeah, but I want me to... uh... (coughs) Okay, this is Mike snoring, and I just can't make him wake up. Ooh. <clears throat> uh, I want me to be totally I actually want to reprogram myself. as in, like, Exactly. My so, which means is.
4: that you don't want to just have fun. You want to take control over your body and over yourself. Exactly. Which is a very For different, different energy, thing from but... having fun. Exactly. Well, not even... It doesn't even have to be peace. Maybe it means to be a warrior like who knows
1: i want i'm not a warrior like my definition of like existence is basically i don't want my being to be over someone else um o's Just me a lot I in not come na banam zoom me
4: banam minute in screen
1: i don't she kazo zoom me telephone door as uh, for mm. me, I don't know I call telephone. On the ground, do on zoom
4: Mike has been possessed by the mushrooms. He's sleeping. It's gone. Yeah, it's
3: the sugar mushrooms, man. They make you
1: crash after a while. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's me. like so happy, he's like
4: I figured it out, I'm just gonna I'm creating an alliance with the devil and I'm gonna make the devil happy and now he's snoring. He's like I'm done
3: the... <laughs> it's, it's the devil mushroom
4: like talking man
3: <laughs> <That's What? hilarious. laughs> Is that kombucha.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious.
4: I told
3: him he should drink oh, some raw milk. Yeah.
0: He's awake. Is he awake
1: now? <laughs> yeah. Well, I I can prove that. Let me take a look at him.
4: <laughs> um.
2: He is half awake. I'm, I'm awake. <laughs> we were, we were you have we some like pleasant
3: surprises
4: you like, oh. in your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometime, someday, day when, when we actually create our own operating systems, this podcast is going to be like a relic. And people are going to yeah. be like, oh, my God, look at these guys.
1: <laughs>
2: it's going to be epic. Okay, guys. I think this is a good time to uh, call on a night. Okay. All right. Okay, well, you, can, you can go continuously. <laughs> okay,
4: exactly.
1: All right, <laughs> guys. Going. Okay, Mike. Good night. And uh, we will uh, have another podcast very soon, I guess. This was a very pleasant experience. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, very nice. Definitely.
4: Yeah. Let's
1: see let's Got see, it.
3: let's experiment yeah. by the next podcast. We'll be we'll be in contact guys. Let's like a WhatsApp group or something. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, all like right. We all cheers. see you the <laughs> next <laughs> episode. See uh
3: next <laughs> episode.
1: So are we all leaving or is this Mike leaving? I
3: guess you we're all say. leaving. This has been a long podcast, huh?
2: Yeah, two hours.
1: Okay, guys. Well, then, have a good night, and uh, we will continue to fight the long as I guess.
2: All right. See ya.
1: See ya, okay, guys. Bye.
0: Bye-bye.